Hello, this is Ian Aber, and we're back with another episode of Straight People, the podcast uh, for straight people by queer people, because straight people don't have what? Enough. They don't have enough. <laughs> they control everything, but we got this cute little podcast just for them, um, and any queer person who would care to listen to anything about straight culture, if there is such a thing. <laughs> My intro has gotten longer. Okay, welcome our guest uh, this episode, uh, hilarious comedian, good friend of the podcast, uh, Teresa Lee. Hello, Teresa. What's up? Thanks for having me. I Absolutely. You Can't wait to learn about straight culture. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> it's not it's just like NASCAR. It's not just NASCAR anymore. Um, so, Teresa, you've been in town in Atlanta doing some shows mm-hmm. uh, at the Laughing Skull in various places, mm-hmm. and you stayed with us for a couple days, my husband and I, mm-hmm. and we are now recording live in my husband's basement. That's my yes. recording studio in my husband's basement. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so we just dive right into it. There's yeah, no, let's do it. There's no formality or anything um this is a podcast called straight people about straight culture how do you identify um i'm like thinking of my that, my, my opener now but i'm not gonna say it. well you know so I, I i'm glad that we're talking about it because I, I identify as bisexual generally but i've like really over the last few years started saying queer but mm-hmm. when i leave la sometimes it's just easier to say bisexual yeah especially like in the comedy setting where you kind of just have a you know, a, a sparse amount of time to get out a premise and it's not really about, exp- I think you yeah. heard me trying to like work a joke in about the transition of queer in Asheville. And I'm like, I still don't know how to like get all s- that. Info. What's your distinction between bisexuality, like queerness? Yeah. Yeah. What's, so what's bi- for you? Bisexual to me is really binary because like it was, as it was explained to me, it was like, if you like men and women, but then what about NB or non-binary or yeah. anybody in between? But I do think that's changing too, because bi culture has become its, own other thing like because yeah. of by visibility and just like I don't know it's so weird because it's one of those things where it's like Venn diagram like I think the idea is that we're all different and yeah. all great but then because we all have to group up together to like demand visibility sometimes that lends way to these weird categories. Have you ever considered that you're pansexual? So it's a lot of people uh, I know who are bi but then they also are, it's not just male, cis male, cis, cis uh, mm. female. They're in, interested in everything. Yeah, you know? I've heard pan. I feel, see it. So that's one of those things with like it's just a gut. I'm, I'm like I don't. Know, I've never identified with that. But at the same time, I will say gay more than I say lesbian sometimes. Like, so I don't know if it's just my brain doing that because I grew up more familiar with gay culture. Yeah. Like I danced and I did. Like I just had more gay friends and I didn't really know a lot of lesbians. Yeah. And so there was a bit of almost feeling like even though I feel like bi and queer tend to like get accepted under the lesbian umbrella yeah um when i say lesbian i feel kind of like a fraud sometimes you know like so it's a weird thing but then who's gonna who is it who's who's checking your lesbian card i would feel like lesbians would be the ones who'd be like wait you're bisexual you know what i mean like yeah and they're all very accepting all my friends are who are lesbian but it is a strange thing that queer people like gay and uh lesbian people who people who don't identify as bisexual or pansexual are more concerned about the whether the person identifying as bi is truly bi mm-hmm. or truly lesbian, you know what I'm saying? Like that's something. Yeah, that, there's a proving it's sort of a, it. Yeah, of, yeah. I always I, yeah. my joke about it is that that bisexuality is like table side guap. Oh yeah, yeah. And that all gay people like are like joke. prove it, prove it. You know what I mean? Well, because then it happened. I mean, I'm in a relationship now with a man, and, yeah. and he's a straight cis man, and so like I constant, especially in comedy, where like the beginning when we started dating, I was like doing pride shows and stuff, and I would like it's that weird thing where it's like the idea is that you can be in any relationship right but then somehow it almost feels like i'm like yeah like um, bisexual people always seem to uh, feel like the stepchildren of the community i don't think that's a a woman, i also feel like i like there's this 
it's almost like the opposite where it's like with well, women's like the lesbians are like more happy that like be like yes go yeah. off you know and i'm like that's right. great i love it because we're celebrating just queerness yeah but then there's a part of me that's like wait so like where is this when i'm in love but like it's a man <laughs> like because and i know like i i feels insecure too presentation wise because in hollywood you do have to consider that a lot yeah. and i am well, aware i think that, that identity politics is like in los angeles is mm. like that's I feel like that's where the, that's the incubator for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like true. the identity politics of uh, three or four years from now in Atlanta are cooking in LA right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every other trend. Yeah. You know? Well, that's why I like the word queer more now for myself at least. Not like I feel like it's general. more inclusive and casual, and, it, it, and it has like a, more of a political transition. connotation too now. I think than yeah. it did when I was growing up. It when does, I was growing up, queer changed. was like you were gay and weird. Yes, it used to be you know? uh, insult. I remember that, but then. Now, I feel like it captures, a, like, you're talking about culture, which yeah. is funny to say straight culture, but I feel like queer culture captures, like, the new, like, I don't know if it's, like, there's a new generation or new age of, like, the, how we view queerness now, but it kind of captures the conversation, like, the changing yeah. conversation versus, yeah. like, because I remember, you know, when uh, I stayed with my cousin who's gay in, like, WeHo years ago when I was in college, and and he was like doing you know he's going to the gym like six times a day or whatever and he was like telling me like oh it's pride he's like i'm not gonna go to the parade but if you've never got gone you should go and he's like oh you know you got your dikes on bikes whatever like that is what it used to be kind yeah. of like celebration but like everybody has their like little thing. section yeah 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 and now it's sort of like you know you just got like you've got tiktok and it's just like hiking crystals tarot like icons but it's all kind of a mix of like pick your like pick your flavor but it's not really about who you like and more about what you're about you know i get that i think that's fair but i don't know i'm curious what you think because i know you're, well, you're from a generation with that. yeah well like a lot of people i knew identified as bisexual on their way to their final mm -hmm. destination mm -hmm. and so <laughs> i don't think that that's like the case for everybody for sure and I think that, like, there was less listening for mm. bisexuality. And, like, bisexuality was like a, no, no, you have to pick a team. You know what I mean? You can't you yeah. can't just be an umpire. You have to be on one of the baseball teams. And I think that bisexuality now, to me, is, like, makes way more sense. You but do know you what feel mean? like that like, was different like for the, men the, and women, like there was no, If you didn't have to choose. Well, I think it's easier for women to be bisexual that's a fetishized Right, but then people men, are less you know, likely to believe, or they think they're straight for t and doing it for attention, versus men thinking, that's oh, a new you're on thing. your way That's to a new thing. That's a millennial <laughs> Gen Z buy for attention. You, uh -huh, the, uh -huh. the, and I don't know if that's true either, because I've never, like, who have I, I've never met a bisexual person and been like, I'm going to adjudicate your bisexuality. You know what I mean? No, I like, mean. Like, I'm going I'm to verify I it. I see, I see. No, yeah, I meant right. more like back in, when, well, I guess when I was growing up, um, there was always like, you know, the, the popular girls would like kind of making out at a party for attention. Oh, that, like, okay. That I was thinking thing? more in, in the context of stand-up. Oh, oh, I see. Do you but, know what I'm saying? Like, the, yeah. I've never been on a pride show oh, where no, there no, no. wasn't like one bisexual woman that at least one gay person was like, really? You know what I mean? And I'm always like, behave, be nice. Let but them no, do their seven minutes, for God's sake. And, yeah. and that to me is fine, too, because it's yeah. like, if, if we're going to, it's like, why? I but don't, you're not in a safe space if people are like, are you, you really? You should be allowed to explore. And yeah, maybe they end up being like, like, I don't like it as much. But also, like, who cares if, it's like, you wouldn't, I guess people wouldn't have that reaction if someone was like, gay for attention, right? So it's like, almost like we're trying to normalize. Like people do things for attention. Yeah, we can absolutely. never get rid of that. Yeah, but yeah. I think if it's how people react to it, if people are excited about them being in love versus someone's like, I mean, I won't name any names, but definitely there are characters like this in Hollywood who date, um, who are queer, but they definitely 
pick their partners for like the aesthetic, you know, yeah. and that's uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm thinking like of a very specific person who closeted gay <laughs> male <laughs> comics splitting around in right, right. Hollywood today. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in 20 years, we're gonna look back and be like, oh, all your all your favorite uh, straight male comics were gay. Yeah, well, no, I'm talking more like, and maybe this exists more, and I feel like in the on the femme, lesbian, queer community, but there's a lot of like, I don't know, like white women who fetishize like, tr- like just like more like. Trans experience, trans mass, like they, there's a, almost like a showing off of their partner and yeah. how much they are part of this community. And and obviously not everyone, but I, I'm specifically thinking of one person who uh, I'm not going to say, but it does exist outside. I will tell recording. you later. <laughs> but it does exist outside of comedy too. And I notice yeah. it more, especially in LA, when there's this like wanting to prove that you're down, but also like realizing like, oh, okay, like the the old school white lesbian yeah. now feels vanilla to them, which is like, who's yeah. judging? Like, I'm not, like, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, who's actually keeping score except for themselves, but. I agree with that. And I think that also, like, if your sexuality is the thing that makes you, like, mm-hmm. cool and different, mm-hmm. or like, that sort of, like, that, I feel like has sort of gone by the wayside in terms of, like, if that's how you perceive your own, like, being gay makes you cool. Uh-huh. Actually, no, it's just a it's just a sexuality. Do you right. know what I mean? It's like if being you're gonna be cool, cool. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I think that a lot of gay people don't understand that. We think uh-huh. that we're spe- like we feel special because we're gay, but the reality is is that like true equality is mm. is that we're just as ordinary as everybody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I know that's an assimilation conversation, and people get upset about it, but it's true. It is really true. It's like the the normalization is is that you're not spending every day mm-hmm. fighting in side of the you know straight mechanism based on what kind of queer you are you know what I mean like I'm a married gay man and I've been out for 30 something years so my struggle is different than somebody who's like just getting away from their parents and Mm. just discovering their own you know what I mean like and that's the thing too is like we don't think about that we think of the community as this homogenous thing Mm -hmm. and my favorite thing to say about the gay community is my favorite thing about it is that it doesn't actually exist it's it's an agreement we all agree that we're part of a a group together you know that's funny well because that's interesting you say that because it's like I also I definitely remember like the transition because stand up we also get a lot of opinions all at once so you kind of can kind of you know aggregate like it's obviously not what every single person thinks, but it, there tends to be an aggregate of like a, a movement or in a zeitgeist. And I remember um, there was a period of time when, you know, really the social media was taking off and people were able to, like young gay teens could find each other, yeah. which was not the case when I was growing up. And, you know, and it's great that they can now, but it did make for this like, kind of silly backlash for millennials being like oh like the new gays didn't have this experience of you know being kicked out of their like these horrible traumatic experiences which are terrible but yeah. i think it comes from this feeling of like we realize like and they're I, still having those that's the and thing they it's, are, like, it's yeah. just not the same it's, it's like a, oh well but you have friends that's what we fought like, for right isn't that the point like house? we want yeah. this to be better yeah. but i think like when you said um being gay doesn't make you cool like i think it's a stand-in for oh someone who might understand similarities to my experience or like even if you have different identity is like the idea of being understanding of other perspectives of like having some trauma or something like that and being respectful so on that note i'm like i do connect like often feel more safer in like queer spaces because of that but not intrinsically because these people specifically have these sexual you know what i mean it's more like a culture around like what i think people have experienced from being yeah. like, in Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of the I percept the, that perceived coolness or whatever it is is because being queer has for a very long time it's very anti-establishment, anti mm-hmm. well, and not necessarily 
deliberately anti-patriarchal, but in a lot of ways it is. Um, but then you go look at like when gay males sequester themselves at their dance parties and sex clubs and cruises and, you know, destination parties, it's just as patriarchal as anything. You know what I mean? It's like just because everyone yeah. has a, like a, a, um, a limp rust and, and uh, a party butt doesn't change anything. We're, all, we're still toxic male. And you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, and that's what and, I think is any ecosystem. Like, there's yeah, be, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's not because they're gay. Yeah. But I think that tends to be what um, I guess critics and the conservative side will pick on. And that's why I like, of yeah. course, I would never like I would come to the defense of the gay community. Be like, you know, if someone's like, oh, look at all the sex. It's like, well, fuck you. But also it's like, yeah, yeah if in the straight community, well, it's the there sex, is a, it's yeah. the it's the like body fascism. Yeah, yeah. The um, well, there's also the consumerism, the, like, like, well, it's yeah. obsession with youth. Uh, and money, you know what I mean? So it's like sex is just one uh -huh. of the prongs of the triangle of, of uh, interest of, among the among the gay guys. You know, the well, circuit the party. Are, and, now the young lesbians yeah. are become, like, I think they're having this, like, this pattern, not pattern, but like, you know, the trajectory that the, the gay male community was having, like, maybe 10 years ago. Because yeah. I'm noticing young, like, there's definitely more of this, like, you know, the Shane in uh, the L word, but like this, that's like yeah. a, now a thing people go, like the, the player, the slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. also a lot of people a I lot know of are going for young would... women, yeah, like yeah, older. Yeah. And, and I understand because it's like a lot of the older women. When Those are a lot of behaviors that we would say, oh, these are male behaviors, but yeah. no, they're being, no, no. And it's interesting <laughs> No, and they're also defining themselves yeah. in like, there's new terms that I noticed on TikTok. I don't know if they actually stuck, but they were very like, these didn't exist, but also the lesbian community didn't have as many terms the way like yeah. the gay male community did. But suddenly I was seeing like 19 year olds being like, I'm a STEM, which is a mix of a stud and a femme. I'm like, what, where did this come from? <laughs> like, and it was like yeah, everywhere. Yeah. So I, I think it's just evolving and yeah. that's cool. But I'm a little, I feel, it makes me feel old a little bit. So that's maybe why I just land on queer. Cause I'm like, that kind of captures the transition. Right. Right. Well, and also I think that like, the longer you're queer, the longer you're mm -hmm. out, the your perspective's different. You know, mm -hmm. it's like um, we were talking a little bit yesterday about just in terms of like uh, like straight comics being offensive mm -hmm. and what you're offended by. And when I first started, everything offended me. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Every single thing. If anybody even talked about being gay and they were straight, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe they're. Mm -hmm. And then the longer I've done it, so I've been doing the stand-up for ten years now. It's like I don't even. <laughs> it's like sometimes yeah. people have to point out to me that something's supposed to be offensive. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, it just sounded like another straight guy not knowing what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, it's yeah. like not no longer they're no longer holding the power of how you're seen because yeah. you're on stage being like yeah exactly being a better comic than them. Well, and then the audience, <laughs> there's way more queer people in the mm -hmm. in Atlanta. I mean, I don't know about other places, but in Atlanta, oh, yeah, yeah. we really don't have queer shows specifically to queer comics we have a couple uh -huh. but there are queer audiences but the main audiences so like the laugh and scold on the mm -hmm. weekends there's always gay people in there. oh yeah for always. sure Lesbians, I, I definitely queer. clock the, the yeah. haircuts that look like me yeah 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 <laughs> it's, i wanted to ask them because you asked me a pan and i've never like fully been like thought about that but i it's crossed my mind but it's never i've never clicked with it and i just realized and this is maybe an example of why i could still be a toxic bitch and be an ally is because when I hear Pan, I hear attracted to everything. And I'm like, actually, I'm like very picky about who I'm attracted to. They yeah. just had the people that I'm attracted to are very, there's a very small group. Yeah. But they just happen to also include non-binary female and male. So, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why to me, queer makes sense. But I'm also like, no, I actually don't like a lot of, a lot of men or a lot of women. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like generally yeah. very picky. Yeah. So that, I don't know that. 
I know pan's not really literally everything, but there's this feeling when I hear it, that's like, everybody's hot. And I'm like, yeah. actually, no. <laughs> I think pan occurs to me more as like a non-binary mm. description of what... So like, if you're gay or straight, you're picking a, a, a channel. If you're bisexual, you're like, okay, these two things are the two yeah. things that I like. And I think pan... And then queer also is the same thing. I think queer to me... Like, queer doesn't have a sexual connotation to me anymore at all. Yeah, queer maybe it's political, the more of the social... Yeah. The social well, you do lifestyle. a joke about it, and I, and I question this. So okay, you do yeah. a joke about queer, and you say you can't be queer and straight. But I know a lot of straight people who identify as queer huh, okay. because they're, they're so... Uh, so closely adjacent to the queer community in oh, the terms really? of all the queer people they okay. know. Interesting. And they don't fit in with conventional straight society, but they are still heterosexual. And I, mean, I know some I'm not gay the people, police of this, yeah, but some, I'm going to say that that sounds like allies like trying to change their yeah. title. No, okay, you, but you're right. It's well, like, what why if, not? What like, if there was queer straight? And like, let's say sure. there's a 10% of the population, yeah, they still want to be heterosexual, but they don't want to be aligned with the patriarchy and the uh, the uh, you know cr- the pseudo-Christian industrial IBS complex. and white no i'm just kidding um, um <laughs> i'm, I'm trying kidding. to think if i yeah uh, all, all the ones i've known i've only known probably about I, five I or six over okay the years. they want to call themselves queer but i but, personally but they get don't really know mad, what they like, get out like, of it oh though. you can't because they they want their they want their place and their perceived right, they want to be interesting. place in the but community you can be interesting and straight this yeah. is why i'm like i love telling jokes about my straight boyfriend because like i have a joke now and it's but they're bar- identifying sexually works. as straight and he is not upset about being straight because he is a straight man yeah. but he is full on like I would say, and I don't think he would describe himself as queer, but yeah. in that context, and he's also like Salvadoran and not white, so like I yeah. don't know if this is that's I was kind of joking, but that tends to to me read as like a white girl thing. Like, yeah, I'm queer, but not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No offense, but um, I'm more open minded about to it me, now. When yeah. I first heard that, I was like, shut the. Fuck like up. I wouldn't mind if someone after told me that. I, it wouldn't bother people me. That way, I was like, okay, if that's fine, if that's if that's what you need to get through yeah, the day. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it wouldn't <laughs> bother me, but in the same way that I feel like my. In some ways, now we're not giving straight people that word a chance to change into inclusive. Like, yeah. it just becomes the binary of, like, straight is bad. Yeah. Which is kind of why, like, that joke didn't quite which work. Which is sort but, of the whole point of the podcast, but that's Right, why. but I'm trying, like, that's why I feel like, to me, it's like, like we could start from straight is currently bad, but yeah. it could be not bad. But yeah. by everyone jumping ship from straight when they realize that it was bad, it, you kind of lose the chance of that word evolving. I don't know. Like, my twin sister's straight, so maybe it's, like, different because I have well, a twin, Well, just, you know? like, and 30 like, years ago, queer was an insult. Yeah. Or, or not to me, though. I never... That was, like, the nice way to say you were... <laughs> well, like, the word, like... You know um, what I mean? Like, there were slurs, and then there yeah. was queer. You know sure, what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, but, like, what about, like, vanilla? People say that, uh, but it doesn't feel, like, inherently bad. It just means plain, right? People say, like, oh, that's yeah, a little vanilla. Yeah. To me, well, straight people get offended kind of now feels by like that. Twink. They, now twink oh, okay. is the new that's offensive and, da, 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 da. and it's like okay well and i'm and i'm sure like if you're Wasn't young it always sort of offensive though it was just I like mean, thrown I around really in a... think so i was called a twink and i was just like yeah okay sure this whatever is a little predatory it though. was the yeah exactly <laughs> but it was the people who would call me a twink it was sort of an advanced warning system uh, okay, that i didn't yeah. want to talk to them sure, Do you know sure. what i mean like yes, so okay. in a way it i and i never knew anybody who was like the people who are like calling each other twinks the most are like People who are in their mid twenties who have aged out of that, uh-huh. who are then trying to kind of like suppress that younger group. Mm. Like, I, like once you kind of reach thirty, you're no one's calling each other offensively. Tw- you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like 
Yeah. I think I think huh. that that's sort of like a older gay, and not even older gay like forties, fifties. I think that's an older gay like twenty five. You know, like we're, I know what you we mean, age yeah. we age so much quicker. And I think it's the 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 guys who realize that they're old in their twenties, who look down at the yeah. folks who are just coming up and the you know well, just getting out of college culture, and right? exactly exactly. Actually, you just made me realize something. So when I was thinking, why does the it doesn't bother me that these straight people are talking calling themselves queer, but like I don't wouldn't necessarily have like it doesn't bother me but I'm not necessarily like it's just it's outside of me but I realize I think for me it's like the label should come from you right and so that's why it doesn't bother me but like when the label comes from outside even within the community where people like the the way older lesbians used to say like oh you're bisexual like there's I know what they mean yeah and I think that's changed a lot because um fortunately I did this short film with Christine Madrano and we we're able to meet a lot of the queer, queer, older queer community that, especially in San Francisco and Frameline, like a lot of the yeah. older lesbians came out and it was cool talking to them because they were like, like they were like, yeah, respect. Like it was so different and they were like, it's cool to see like in some ways you guys are talking about this. We're like a little bit angry because it's like we didn't have this, but also we we built the bridge where they're like, oh, I, I get it. Like this is, if I grew up now, this is, I, I would have accepted you, but back then we had to differentiate because the bisexuals were more accepted by this yeah. heteronormative yeah, yeah, yeah. group. Absolutely. So they separated to f- protect themselves, you know? Yeah. And so for me, it's like, I don't mind what people want to call themselves. It's more like, don't call me something that I don't want to be yeah. called, you know? Well, and I think too, like, it, at least in my experience, a lot of the women that I've known who are lesbians uh, are lesbians with a past of mm-hmm. bad experiences with men. And so yeah. when they would date somebody who identified as a lesbian and then later it turned out, oh, no, they're actually bisexual, it would be seen as a betrayal um, because <laughs> of their issues with men, their personal yeah, history. Do you know what I'm saying? And I've personal, had a couple of girlfriends yeah. like that who dated somebody younger and it turned out they went back to guys and it was like, you know, it, and in both instances, I don't think they were actually cheated on. I think it was just a... Mm-hmm. I'm it's not. Like I'm not gay. I'm bot. You know what I mean. It, and it was seen our as brains like, can't, yeah, because if yeah. well, and it makes it. I have to f- tell myself that too, because I'm like, my boyfriend is straight, but he's so open about it that he's like an auto. You know, it's not a thing where he. I, I can make whatever jokes I want, but the reality is like I accept his straightness. He accepts my queerness. Yeah. But it also means sometimes I try to explain to him like how I view things, and I have to realize like he doesn't see it like that. So yeah. I have to bridge it. Yeah. Like it's not that he's not willing to see it. He. I just have to build the bridge. Like. Yeah. He isn't attracted to like he's not as into sucking dicks and titties the way i am yeah and that's okay like <laughs> yeah, i don't yeah. want or need him to be if he yeah. was i'd be fine but like if i need to get excited about something i might use a metaphor and then he gets it which is really fun so yeah. to me it just involves more communication um but no, yeah that's funny that you said the like going back and forth because i really was like pretty sure I was like I think I am just like gonna go full lesbian like not as a choice but I was like in the pandemic feeling already like I already identified so much with that and there were so few men that I had ever like fallen in love with and the ones that I was in relationships with tended to be just like a kind of replaying some parental thing okay that when I you know what I mean like a, a <laughs> yeah, pattern yeah. working out so when yeah. I met my boyfriend it was almost a part of me is like I told him this because I'm like, you know, we may get married and I could really feel like you're the one. And there's a part of me that feels like it's not you that it would bother me. But there's a part of me that feels like then I feel like my queerness to my family, everything like that I was fighting for them to accept. Like they I don't know if they, they never fully accepted that there's a part of me that still wanted to like let that part feel seen. And so he gets that. So like. It's definitely a conversation, like, I'm not in a place where I want to open the relationship, but it's definitely something I've brought up in the sense of, like, there may be a time when I feel like 
Like I don't, the thought of just being straight in a world that queerness isn't totally accepted yet or present, you know, presenting yeah. as straight is a hard thing for me, but it has nothing to do with him. So yeah. that's more like, that's why I try to talk and about also, it And also like stage. in the reality, if you were actually in a gay relationship, how would that change the world? <laughs> right, and it mean? wouldn't, like, and that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's almost like... But the uh, guilt, yeah. like you, it's almost like you're saying you felt like a uh, sort of like a guilt. Or well, like, it's personal you know? too, because yeah. I know that my family... Like, I, w I would want to know that if I was marrying a woman, they would be just as happy for me. But yeah. you can't really know until it happens, right? Do like, they, how do your family... So, like, when you're dating a guy, mm -hmm. are they just like, oh, thank God, she's back to... Or, no, or they don't ever say yeah. stuff like that to me. My dad is really conservative. Like, he... Uh, I never fully, like, came out to him face-to-face, -face, but he's seen me do jokes on stage, and he's, quote-unquote, been okay with it in that sense. Like, so yeah. I... Like, we're good, but, like, he had... A, my little brother was bisexual, and he really was not, like for that and my brother was also a teenager so there's yeah. a lot going on there because he's young and you know yeah. I think anytime any teenager is talking about sex it's like there's a different yeah. layer with the parent you not know? everyone's gonna be excited the parents are sure, not gonna be yeah. excited regardless of who they're deciding they yeah. Like. yeah so um but you know I've never talked to my dad in recent times about like explicitly about this but just based on how they still how they treat me I think that they treat me like that's maybe a thing they don't like, but it's not really the main thing. Yeah. Which does hurt me, you know? Because, like, my dad used to say, like, when Prop 8 was happening, he was like, um, I was like, well, would you love your children there again? At, at the time, I hadn't come out, and neither had my brother. And he was yeah. like, well, of course I would love my children. I love you when you're sick. And that, like, killed me. Yeah. So, like, but, but I also understand, or I don't understand everything he's lived. So, but I do feel his love. So I'm like, I, my challenge is trying to figure out why it's so hard for me to accept the love while knowing that. Cause yeah. I, I, well, in your lifetime, gayness hasn't been a mental illness, like mm -hmm. a, a, like a legally right, defined mental illness. DSM, right? And within his lifetime, it has been because it was struck down like in the seventies, 72 yeah. or something. So like, that's the thing that like I grew wow. up with was that it's a mental illness. Um, wild. I actually believe that as a child too. I believe that I was evil. Like, oh yeah. Um, but that gave me a lot of like license. I was a mm, little shocked. Because you're like, I can't help yeah. it. Yeah. Well, no, I'm gonna burn in hell forever. I'm gonna ah. shoplift too. Man. <laughs> that was so funny. I was a little shoplifter. It was pretty terrible. Okay, we got to. We're gonna land this plane because I like to keep these in the uh, 25. Oh to 30 yeah, I'm minute. sorry. I didn't. No, even no, you're great. Tell this you is when I great. first felt. Oh, I didn't attraction. even. Did I even ask? I can give you my bullet point because I have yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. it on podcast. So before. let's do. Let's do the like the not your attraction. We'll get to that. Awareness? We're going to do two. The awareness of what queer is. So okay. like you, like we're born into this perfect straight society, right? Uh -huh. And then we learn the truth, the awful truth, uh -huh. um, or the amazing truth, depending on how you feel about it. But uh, so when did you like? What was your first access to like knowing what a queer? So was it like a movie? Was it a person? Was it you lived in California? So it could have yeah. been a neighborhood, you know? It must have been like before this, but the first memory I have of like naming gay and asking my mom and I must have already been aware of it because I was asking her not like I hadn't just seen anything but I have a memory of where like she's dropping us off in middle school and I asked her like oh um how do you know if you're gay and I was already aware that there's an idea of how old were you um I, uh well like 11 wow okay and I was like I used to was she surprised with the question or no and that's the thing yeah. so I think in some ways I mean, that's a longer story, but the short version is I think my mom might also be closeted, but I don't want to out her. But like a lot of the things she said yeah. confused me growing up or didn't confuse me, but in hindsight yeah. is why I was so confused. Maybe she's empathetic. Well, she used to say like ev nobody. So I, her answer to that was um, you don't, everyone's attracted to girls until they turn 18. <laughs> 
<laughs> like basically, but she said guys too. She's like, and yeah. everything when you're young, it's not yeah. real. And so I was like, okay, cool. So I like yeah. literally didn't give it a second thought, but I would get crushes on boys and girls, yeah. which I've talked about on stage, but yeah. I, I hadn't been named. So I didn't know it was possible. I wasn't like out dating. So yeah. it was all just fantasy. But my mom since, like, as an adult, said things like, anything outside of the marriage is fantasy anyways. But I'm like, my sister and I are like, wait, you're fantasizing about women? Yeah. But, like, I so that's why, and it made me realize, like, oh, when I was younger, I used to really be attracted to, like, the female body. But sh- a lot of it was an art, because I like to look at art. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm a nerdy Bay Area kid who what, <laughs> you know, had, like, books about, like, all the, yeah. um, you know, impressionist paintings. And then she was like, well women's bodies are like in peacocks like how there's the male yeah that's that's girls and humans so everyone thinks about like women bodies that way except that so that's not necessarily it's not untrue but it's not i don't think it's exactly the way she meant it. well but in a way she is sort of describing how like you know a a woman's body is a commodity and a and and something for everyone yeah you know what i'm saying like in our society art so i well, no, but that's that's a commodity it's an art it's like it's it's appreciated Mm -hmm. in a way that male bodies well now more so i think yeah i know i I love i think we're catching i think we're catching up but back to the record like i that's like to the good looking ones that's the problem it's like i think it's the non-feeling shame right because yeah women when it, they're not in control of their bodies, it it does feel explicit. When, yeah. But but then when it's in art or they're like lounging around, and I was lucky or maybe naive enough to just have seen a, that was the pattern I first built. So then when I started seeing like sexy lingerie models and like yeah. call girl ads, I still would say that's art. And I and then now I can tell the difference. But yeah. I could I think I could see through the bullshit marketing and yeah. just go like, oh, we're selling the beauty of the form yeah. and in some ways I'm grateful for that but it is funny looking back because I'm like yeah it took me a long time to come out because yeah. I was just like and also not being attracted to that, that many people like I, I appreciate well, it well you were I given for, a, you know? like a, a context in which you didn't need to come out really I mean if you think about it like in a way it's like well it's okay to be to have this attraction uh, everybody does it do you but know it was hard because I did have those that's crushes. Not a, that's not an identity. That's just a human nature. Until that's you're part in college of, and yeah. you have these crushes and it's yeah. like, I feel like this is where I connect See, to the your career. mom like is crazy. Because like to me, it's like when you get to college, yeah. that's what I learned. Not my parents teaching me, but just that the once you turned 18 and got away from your family, then it's <laughs> time to like... You know, let's see what's going on. Well, and I was a virgin for a very long time. And I think a part of that was because I was sexually attracted to women. And yeah. it always confused me. And I could never quite get into it with guys that way yeah like i think i like obviously since i've like been sexually attracted to men but it always used to feel like oh like maybe and i never had sex so maybe this is just what it's supposed to feel like it's weird but then i would have these like crushes on girls where now we've actually <laughs> one girl i'm specific thinking about and she knows this story like she's with a partner now and she's out but we would just like have these like long dates where we would just like sit and make brownies and drink wine and sit on the bed and it was just like so much tension yeah and not both of us were quote unquote straight and it was like looking back like duh but it wasn't <laughs> obvious it's so funny it's like now each one of you was waiting for the other one to make the first move kind of odd. yeah and yeah. I, I remember in my head I had a couple it was like a line like I couldn't like cross. guy friends that I just never knew where they were gay or not yeah and, and now they turned I, out gay they, that's the thing and like the most popular girl in my elementary school like everyone loved her I had a crush on her she's like gay and like married and she's like a hot model literally in like paris now i'm like every all the like hottest girls i was like i was right but also like that's we weren't told that we were yeah. told that was like kind of weird and if you're not sure you don't want to cross the line and be called weird and be like oh Absolutely. maybe i maybe i didn't like yeah, to kiss yeah. you it was just i wanted to test it you know yeah. so yeah that was i guess my my answer to that okay the more i'm thinking i'm like damn i do wish i had i understand the obsession with youth not 
for the predatory reasons, but for the mind of wanting to experience, like being able to make a move, like, because I remember those moments, my first kisses with guys, and it's like the shyness, like it's exciting, but yeah. like I kind of lost that in my, t- my teenage years because I didn't, like there was a line, so I didn't cross those. Yeah. I didn't know you could explore yeah, that, yeah. you know? Interesting, interesting. Yes, yeah, so there's a, there is a, a bisexual uh, lady in the Bay Area who's uh-huh. uh, probably 14, 15, Who's uh, crossing those lines? Uh-huh. <laughs> She's getting you know, consensually, but like, yeah. Because yes, in those and cases, the nicest, I, they were all consensual. Like, yeah, I look yeah. back and I joke. But my I think that now, that's the thing. It's like, so now, you know, it's like that. If you were coming up now, you would have had a totally different experience. I know. Sometimes that's I'm I like, I would have been such a bigger slut. And I was still kind of a slut, but like, I was like a respectful slut. Because I feel right. like I was more of a slut in my straight years. So then when I came out, I really wanted to like be respectful. But then there was an element of like, oh, I know like all the tricks, but I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to do them. But there was really See, a I never feeling. considered myself a slut. I just had a lot of sex for a, like a short period of time. <laughs> and then I, and then I leveled out back uh-huh, to the regular uh-huh, amount of sex, uh-huh. like a normal person. Maybe it's different. also because it's different. Like for a woman, like there was this part of me that like I never had gone. Oh, uh, women, yeah, it's definitely like you guys get it. It's emotional, yeah. but also you're like literally going on first dates, like reading poetry to each other. And I, I like laughed about it in my head, but it was like, yeah, we were crying, and it's like super horny, but also like I never had that with men. Yeah. And these are women that like we well, didn't that end level up dating. Of intimacy, we didn't date. Yeah, <laughs> like, like two days. If what you did was achieve high <laughs> levels of intimacy in short periods of time. That's sort of like a one night stand in its own regard. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Like you have the entire relationship. We got wet, over the but with tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have the entire relationship over a course of a couple of days. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, let me let's wrap this up. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna finish. Um, I have a RuPaul's Drag Race um, tarot deck here. My confession is I um, don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race. It's okay. But, it doesn't matter. But I'm familiar with it, and I helped my friend write a couple of his auditions. So. Oh, nice. But but outside of that. So we're just gonna we're just gonna have you pick a card. I'm okay. just gonna take a few. I also read tarot. Yes, and I don't know what they mean. So what's your card? Okay, we got. Oh, so this is the um, two of Pentacles, and we got Mimi. I'm first. Okay. So two of Pentacles is Pentacles is Earth sign, so that's like Virgo, Capricorn. Okay. And Taurus. All right. Well, Mimi, I'm first. Is uh, she's pretty awful. Okay. Um, Shangela uh, uh, had to yell at her because Mimi, I'm first, implied that she had a sugar daddy, <laughs> and Shangela don't have no sugar daddy. She paid for everything <laughs> herself. But if she wanted a sugar daddy, she could get a sugar daddy because she's what sickening. She's okay, sickening. sickening, and you can never get a sugar daddy because yeah. you're what not that kind of girl. Mimi, I'm first. Okay. So that's you know your what? education. That, that checks out too yeah. because <laughs> Pentacles is about money. Yeah. Yeah. And so somebody on the lower end, two of Pentacles is low. You're trying to get that money and you're yeah. pretending you have more than one and you lord it over the one but yeah. it's like bitch sit down so yeah. like yeah so i think that, that like you, you watch out for that you know okay. what i'm saying if that means yeah i watch out for my money <laughs> but it was upside down so maybe that means that the money's coming to you i don't no, know usually upside down means that something in your mind is blocking you from the desired outcome okay so that means i personally am stingy about my money to myself like, yeah. or something like that like okay. i like you know, I'm not being generous with myself kind of thing. Treat yourself. That's what we're going to call it. Yeah, okay. Okay, awesome. Love it. And then my last question. No. No. Well, I mean, I could. I might as well. I'll pick this one. This is, it is the, I think this is the one of swords, maybe? Ooh. Oh, you got the ten of swords. Ten of swords. And the peppermint. What's the peppermint Peppermint is the shit. Okay. Uh, Trans, uh, she might be the first trans contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race. Ooh, all right. Um, She's known for her, uh, she had a lip sync where she, uh, pantomimed 
cocking a shotgun and shooting the other oh person God, so while she was dancing. It was amazing. Ah, I love it. Yeah, and she has an album out that's really good. Oh, great. But yeah, she's just generally... Ten of Swords, great with words. It's an air sign. Uh, ten is like higher up. It's a lot of like kind of like fighting to keep your stance, but you're a warrior and you're like, people are going to come for your crown, but you don't care. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I you just I have yeah, to fight and claw <laughs> for every little morsel yeah, I get. Yeah, it feels like the show the other day. It's like you're not, you don't need to deal with other people's bullshit, but... They might feel threatened by you, but you're like, you don't need to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I call that feasting on crumbs, baby. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about the cake <laughs> if you can eat the crumbs. Okay, so my last question is you were at a straight wedding. Um, <laughs> you're in the, you're, the reception's okay. in a barn. Uh-huh. Um, you're okay. drinking out of a, you're drinking your drink out of a mason jar that has the of name course. of the bride and the groom on it, Lost written in, written in, uh, written in like a, a silver, <laughs> silver paint oh. in cursive. Okay. Yeah, so cute. The mom, mom did it. She uh-huh. was up all night doing it. Um, it's the mother, it's the father of the bride, okay. bride dance. So the father daughter dance. What song is playing? What song do they play? Um, that one that's like, well, I think because we're at the you hear my my fake southern accent come out. I'm trying to think. That I'm just hearing like a like a, sing a man too, so. singing. I don't know the songs. I always hear the. Okay, let's let me let, let me let, listen to my soul. It's like, yeah. um, isn't there one about like the sunrise or something? <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> this is my country. I my don't city know. really showing. Sunrise? Okay, I've never heard of a song about the sunrise. The only one I can think of off the top of my head, but it's not right, is Wagon Wheel. That's the closest like, country song I can sing. I don't know that one. Can you sing it? It's like. Rock me like a wagon wheel, rock me, baby, la da da da. Oh, baby, rock me. <laughs> but I don't think that would be the song, so I can't think. But is it the Darius Rucker version or the old? Um, See, you do know. Oh, you know what? Pearl I thought it was. Show. Yes, I I'm just trying to get dance. you sing. Oh. I hope you dance. Okay, that's the one that's playing. I hope you dance. <laughs> Lee, is that Leanne Womack? Is it? I hope. That's a man singing I that, right? I hope you oh, no. never feel that earth's shining. There's something, something, ocean. Yeah, I know that song. Or you raised me up when <laughs> that. That's okay, Josh I'm gonna Groban. I'm gonna go with Josh Groban. Okay. Because I know that one. Okay, awesome. And my dad loves to play that on the guitar. The number one answer Christmas. is Butterfly Kisses. Just so you know. How does that go? Um, I don't even remember. I now. got butterflies in my, my kisses. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. flutter and <laughs> fly. No, I have no idea. <laughs> I gotta look that up. Okay. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Some people won't sing, and I'm like, I'm always like, well, how does it go? I love that. <laughs> okay, uh, this has been Teresa Lee. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Tell people where they can find you, too. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, yeah. I got a podcast, too. It's called You Can Tell Me Anything. Okay. Got a lot of coming out stories on it. <laughs> um, a lot of fun, a lot of confessions, and you can find me at Teresa Lee Bot on Instagram. And yeah. All right. I'm Ian Aber. This has been Straight People. If you like our podcast, uh, tell your friends about it or review us on Apple Podcasts because that's really important for some reason. And I haven't <laughs> had a review in like a year. And uh, we're going to be coming back with uh, more episodes every week. Uh, and I know I've said that a few times, but I swear. I swear. All right. Uh, take care and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Woo. Oh, that was fun. Sorry I talked so much. Oh, you're great. I hope you're staying. How does Butterfly get?